Welcome, everybody, to the Hot Tag Hooligans Wrestling Podcast show with myself, Aaron, and Tom. Tonight, it's somebody that I've wanted on this show since we started this podcast. And I put her as number one on my list as the wish list for the year. It's the two-time OBW Women's Champion, Hollywood Haley J. It's me. <laughs> I'm glad I could make your wish come true. Like there a genie, because or alfalfa. So how has your life been since the holidays? Um, you know, pretty good, I guess. Got some couple weeks off wrestling, took some time, put some weight on. <clears throat> I was a little too small, but put some weight on, feeling thick. So I guess it's pretty good. I'm just ready to get back in the ring and get it cracking now. Speaking of getting back in the ring tomorrow night, you're back tomorrow with OVW, ready to come for that Yeah, so, they got the – go ahead. So how does it feel to be back tomorrow night for OVW? It's going to be good. I don't know what it feels like yet because I'm not back yet, but I can uh, I can tell you it's going to be good. I know everyone will be happy that I'm back, so that makes me happy. There he is. He's he's good. I'll be happy. Now, the one thing about OBW, you know, in the early 2000s, it was the place to be. It was the pipeline for the WWE. And then there for a few years, it kind of fell to the wayside uh, when they lost their, you know, kind of contract with the WWE. But now OBW is back on the rise. And it's one of my favorite little promotions to kind of watch outside of the major ones. And you're one of the main reasons for that. Um, your character work, to me, is some of the best character work. And I'm just going to go out on the limb and say, it's not quite a character. It's more of you turned up to probably like 10 or 11. You figured that out already that quick? You've talked to me for like 30 seconds and you figured that out already? <laughs> yeah, no, that's how I feel about it, too. Everybody, uh, it's crazy because my gimmick gets me so much heat, but they don't know it's just me, so... Once they meet me and we have a conversation and they kind of sit back and watch me, they kind of figure it out. So I don't really, it's whatever. <laughs> now, I feel like that makes it easier uh, as far what? as working. My what? B- your My personality? Care- yeah, being mainly just your personality. Oh, yeah, I think so. Because um, I find it that a lot of the girls that I share locker room with have trouble figuring out a gimmick or whatever and they always come to me and ask me and I'm like I'm just me you know like turns up like who are you but when I ask them that they don't even know who they are so it's like that's why they can't you know what I'm saying put the stuff with wrestling with me I just put everything in real life perspective like what would I do Hmm. and then I turn it up a little bit you know what I'm saying because it's entertainment so we're just hee hee ha ha out here (laughs) yeah you're you're right there are a lot of outstanding talents in the ring they just do not have that character work yet or the promo skills that kind of go along with it. But every time I watch your promos, even if it's like a five second video, I'm highly entertained by you. And I can just imagine what your everyday life is like <laughs> and everyone around you. If they tell you, oh, man. Oh, tone it down, tone it down. That is often <clears throat> when I first started wrestling, I know one of my, you know, Billy Starks, I'm pretty sure you guys said her on a podcast. Her dad would always tell me, Mouse, he'd be like, you know, you don't have to be in character 24-7. Every time, every time he's seen me for like a year, he would be like, you know, you can tone it down. You don't have to, you don't have to act like that. You don't have to be in character all the time. I'm like, it's just me, big dog. 
But now he realizes it's just me and he says that. He takes up for me. That's my dog. <laughs> Shout out to Mouse. Yeah, uh, y'all know Mouse. Oh, yeah. We know Mouse. And <laughs> let's be honest. OVW right now for you is a great place to be. Look at the talent you're able to be around. You had one yeah. of the best storylines for the year with Luscious Lawrence and Tony Bizzo. And then, of course, Al Snow is also there. And he's someone who's yeah. been through the fire. So talk to us a little bit about that experience. Al? Oh, my God. I love Al. <clears throat> so before I came to OVW, I was with IWA Mid-South for like a year consistently. And then OVW for a year consistently, I feel like. But um, I trained with Reverend Ronnie Roberts. And then after a year, I went to OVW and trained with Doug Bashram and Al. But um, they really taught me how to like be a superstar. You know what I'm saying? Like you dress for the job you want, not the job you got. Like show up to the shows looking nice and then how to work the cameras and all the TV and production and time cues and stuff that I had never experienced the whole year I started. You know, I was like, what the hell is this? But um, he's taught me a lot, a lot. He's taught me a lot outside of wrestling, too. He's like my granddaddy. That's what I call him. Granddaddy. <laughs> I always mess with him and his wife. That's my, Al, you see my little videos? Al's my favorite person to mess with. So, you know, the people who don't know, you are a second generation wrestler. Um, do you find that that is uh, something that's helped you along the way? Or do you find yourself to create your own path? Well... Everyone always asks me that. I I felt like I was not going to wrestle. I mean, maybe when I was like 14, I was like, yeah, I'm going to wrestle. But other than that, so I experienced my mom's, you know, come up as well. And um, she had just went through a lot. And I watched a lot of shitty wrestling. Oh, sorry. I don't know if I can say that. No, you're but fine. I watched you're good. <laughs> you're all good. Okay. I don't, I just, I watched a lot of bad wrestling and went to a lot of shows and seen a lot of it was just it was too much and I was just like man this isn't interesting and I was uninterested and I actually moved out at like 15 almost 16 on my own and was doing hood rat stuff I guess without parental advisory <laughs> but um yeah that was that's kind of when I decided I wanted to wrestle for real other than that like growing up I was like nah I'm not gonna wrestle I want her to do it I thought she was cool like, yeah it's awesome we watched it every Monday and Friday but um, it wasn't until I hit rock bottom and was like, well, I'm broke out here. What should I do? And wrestling was like, hey, BJ. Kept calling my name. <laughs> so I was like, all right, let's try this. It's crazy. Well, isn't that, you know, kind of a lot of the wrestler stories through the hardships become a success. And, right. you know, for this all women's book that I'm doing right now, I've had a lot of women tell me, they wish they had someone who was a mentor to them in the wrestling business that was a female. Mm -hmm. uh, they feel like they've got a lot of people that kind of give them advice here and there, but no one who's really there and been through the fire. But you have that uh, with your yeah. mom. And talk to us a little bit about that relationship. Do you feel like <clears throat> it's stronger now than it's ever been? Oh, yeah, definitely. I wasn't even, obviously, I wasn't even speaking to my mom that much the whole time I moved out we wasn't on the best terms you know what I'm saying she was wrestling doing her thing traveling all the time and I was doing whatever I was doing and um once I 
decided that I wanted to start wrestling. She was, you know what I'm saying, down for it immediately. And <clears throat> obviously my pops, Rev, that, that was mine. That's like the man who raised me or whatever. Him and my mom used to be in a relationship. So that's my dog. And um, she got me with him and we started training. And um, obviously she didn't actually like get in the ring. She will sometimes, but she never. I trained with Reverend Roddy Roberts. She handles all my business and manages all my stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But I think wrestling definitely brought us closer, like even in real life, you know? Mm, yeah, I definitely think so. And I moved down here closer to her. She literally lives walking distance away. You know what I'm saying? She's always there. And obviously I have a role model in the wrestling business. And to a lot of people, that is their wrestling mother. You know what I'm saying? So when I came into wrestling, I realized that, that there's a lot of people who have a lot of respect for her. And I'm like, okay. I had to kind of realize that as a wrestler. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but, yeah. She's so supposed to be it, retired. I'm sure she'll be back. Is it ever hard to get uh, constructive criticism from her? Or do you take it pretty easy? <clears throat> um, I think it depends on the time. Sometimes I have attitude, but that probably goes for anybody <laughs> um yeah no she she's pretty good about the feedback I think we argue more about dumber stuff than wrestling um like what 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 place on the card I am or why I'm in this storyline stop yelling what the heck why I'm in this storyline doing you know whatever I'm like some things I don't understand. That's what we argue about. But as far as feedback, like in-ring stuff, no, nah, she never really – that's more from Rev. He gets on my butt more about that. Unless something's really bad, then she'll just tell me, like, yo, that looks weak. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay. <laughs> now, you're only about two years in. Um, two years yesterday. Two years yesterday. And yeah. for someone who's just two years in – you have blazed the trail already. And we've, we mentioned OVW, but I had a little bone to pick with you. I went to St. Louis. I was there for the NWA <laughs> Empower show. I love the free babes. I wish that was a gimmick in every city. Absolutely love it. Uh, you weren't able to wrestle. I love Miranda. You weren't able to wrestle Correct. on the card, but you were there. Talk to me a little bit about being there with all those other women and how much that meant to you at only two years into the sport. Oh, man, they were awesome. All of the ladies were awesome. Actually, I didn't have any problems with anybody. And Mickey James was the whole reason I was there. She contacted me. And um, I don't remember how she said she found me, but she called me out for not sending anything in to like NWA. And I was like, oh, my God, I was getting on it. But uh, <laughs> she is probably the best thing about that whole experience, to be honest with you. Like she was just always there checking up you know what I'm saying um there were a lot of other girls that were awesome too Melina Chelsea um Gail and then you know I had my girl Miranda there with me I didn't get to wrestle but I, I would have had fun I would have fun Mickey felt like I was more personality of the group and that I could do better um talking, trying to get the group established or whatever, and then we could rotate out throughout the uh, situation or whatever, like when we come back. 
So who knows? I'm in contact with Mickey all the time. She's awesome. She still contacts me to this day. So she just didn't want your light to shine so bright. That's what it was. (laughs) That's what it was. Well, I did have a loud mouth and the other like Jazzy, Jazzy Young or Yang, but Jazzy's really shy, you know, and she's laid back and I'm all blah, blah, blah. And Miranda's Miranda can be out there, I would say, but she's she's more laid back, too. You got to kind of push some buttons to get her there. <laughs> but that's how the real free birds were. You know, yeah. Miranda is kind of like her dad. You're you are definitely Michael P.S. <laughs> you know, and- he said that he said that he was glad that I was playing like his role. He felt like I did a good job because, you know, Miranda got all the connections and she's cool with everybody. And I was like, girl, that makes me happy. Now you were late to the meet and greet afterwards. The next day, I tried to I tried to catch you. I, I I was there for about an hour and a half, and I kept telling my wife like, I was hoping Haley J would be here, and and then we left, and then we were driving down the freeway, and she pulled it up, and you had just you had just walked in, and I missed you, and I remember sending you a Twitter message, and you're like, I got you, dog. Next time, so yeah, I'm trash tastic. You had called me out for being late. You know, you were late to the meet and greet. <laughs> I have no excuse for you. I have no excuse for you. It's fine. Hey, you weren't the only one late. I will tell you that. Some of the main hitters were late. Oh, yeah. I was texting Randall, like, you down there yet? <laughs> I didn't know. It's okay, though. I'll make it up to you. It's fine. I was just giving you a hard time as far as that goes. Look, looking at your year so far, 2022, like we're talking about, you're back at OVW tomorrow night. What are some mm-hmm, other goals mm-hmm. that you have set for yourself for this year? Because we've seen you go down towards Texas. You're starting to go up towards the Northeast a little bit. You've dipped down towards Florida. Where's somewhere next that you're wanting to go and hope to accomplish this year? Um, you mean like states or? Yeah, or a promotion or anywhere. Yeah. Well, I would love to get an opportunity, you know, with AEW, but um, I'm still waiting on that. And um, I would love to get an opportunity with GCW, still waiting on that. And uh, (laughs) what else would I like to do? So many things. Oh, no, I want to travel everywhere. I want to go to Mexico for sure. I had like uh, in Texas where I was in Houston. I was booked on this like Lucha show, I guess. There was only two American matches and it was like one and two and then the rest was Lucha. And um, it was so funny because nobody got there. And because I'm in there and usually we have a call time, you know, and everybody's there. And I'm there and there's like the Americans and then maybe one or two Hispanics or Lucha or whatever I'm supposed to call them. I'm sorry. And um, I'm asking, I'm like, where is everybody? And they're like, oh, it's Lucha. They come before their match. And then it was just crazy because then they do and they come before the match and they get in the ring and they have this crazy match and people are throwing money in the ring. And it's just like, I never experienced anything like that before. And that was in Texas. So I want to go to Mexico and see what it's really about, you know? <laughs> now, what's your uh, favorite style of wrestling to watch or maybe try to take from? Or do you kind of like everything and try to maybe draw inspiration from uh, multiple different uh, styles? Um, you know, it sounds crazy. I probably should um do like look for that. I just I try to more do like think about like moments or like look for moments 
or like uh, I don't know, like character stuff. How could I switch that around? <laughs> because that's what I'm like really good at, I guess. So <laughs> that's what I try to focus on. But when it comes to wrestling, I started. I just recently started watching some um, like old ROH, some Nigel McGuinness, and some Daniel Bryan's, and like just kind of reminding myself that wrestling, you know, is wrestling and you know they're not afraid to get down so i would say more more so like that recently more like strong style i'm excited to get back in the ring so i feel sorry for whoever's stepping in with me it's gonna be a little... <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a little snug it's gonna be fun though we hear we hear him in the background um yeah talk to me a little bit about being a pro wrestler and having a family, especially, you know, we, we have a lot of dads on the show, but there's not a yeah. lot of moms that we have. How hard yeah. is that for you? Uh, do you take him with you to a lot of the shows or is there this balance um, with? It, it depends. See, me and his father are not together, but he does do a good job, like taking him on the weekends, which is when I travel the most and wrestle. So that's all I need. And then um, other than that, like, I'll take him to training with me. If not, my mother will watch him. But, um, yeah, it's crazy because he, like, is invested in the products for, like, OVW. And he knows who everybody is. Like, he knows everybody's names. And I'm like, who do you want to win? He'll be like, Bizzo or, you know, Luscious or whatever. And I'm just like, so the fact that he's invested in wrestling I like that, but um, it can be crazy sometimes because he's bad, and I'd be busy, especially at OVW, which is where I take him mostly because that's on Thursday. That's not the beginning, you know what I'm saying? And I was like one of the main people, so I'm always busy running this way to do a promo. Somebody's wanting this, you know. I'm like ah, back and forth, and then I got a screaming child over here. So sometimes it gets a little hectic, but we got a lot of people around. He's always wrestling with some of the boys. He's got his pop pop in there, you know, Rev. Reverend Ronnie Roberts, Rev Rev, that's his pop pop. So the girls love him. He's always doing something. Are you his favorite wrestler? Zayden, am I your favorite wrestler? Yeah. Oh, he says yes today. Usually he says no. And it's a different person every time you ask. Tony Gunn or Tony Bizzo? Or Dark Storm today? Me and Darkstorm. I mean, <laughs> and Granny. It's okay. I'm, I'm not my kid's favorite some of the days of the week, and I don't even wrestle. So, I mean, <laughs> right. It's supposed <laughs> to be like that. Absolutely. Looking at AEW, you mentioned them and the WWE. Yeah. I know for a lot of people, no matter what and how great AEW is doing, the WWE is still always the dream. Is that your dream as well? Of course. It has to be. That's like the biggest, you know what I'm saying, stage that we can get to. That's where all the history is. Like, of course, we all want to have our name on that. You want to calm down? No. We all want to, you know, be a part of that. That's just like, that's that's the top, literally the top. <laughs> so, of course, of course. They're not really looking for wrestlers right now. They're looking for athletes. So I don't know. I don't know about that one. I guess I better keep getting jacked. Yeah, it is. Stay, stay yourself. Be yourself. 
it's crazy to see some of the talent that they've let go and then some of the talent they've kept. Now they're now the NXT 2.0, they I do think that they are doing a good job with some of those talents now that I've seen it kind of unfold. Um, yeah. uh Cora Jade's doing a great job in, in her row, and they totally uh-huh. changed her character up. I could see you on NXT 2.0 as this antagonist who's always getting into trouble and causing trouble. Uh, my biggest issue with AEW, and I've said it quite a bit, is there's all this talent that they bring to dark only to lose in 30 seconds or a minute. If you're going to bring these talents in for dark, why not give them 10 minute matches? Why not give right. them and let the crowds decide on, Hey, this is somebody I really want to see again. It's hard to tell some how good somebody is in 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of girls that uh, are girls, guys, all of them. I just message a They don't get the opportunity. Like, say they do give you 30 seconds to go and job out or whatever, but there's still a lot you could do to get over your... Don't really worry about, like, getting their self over. They worry about, like, doing their moves or something, maybe, but the moves isn't what gets you over, so it doesn't really... It's like they could do something. I mean, I don't know. I'm talking. I haven't got an opportunity, but I also... I don't know. I probably wouldn't mind going and get squashed to have the opportunity to wrestle in front of all those people. You know what I'm saying? That'd be great. But also, I know I'm, I'm know my word. Um, but I feel like I could take that opportunity and turn it into something if there was, you know? Well, before we yeah. let you go, tell everybody where they can find you next, uh, where you're going to be wrestling next outside of tomorrow night ovw and plug yourself on social media and your merchandise um well you can find me next i will be in tomorrow ovw february 5th i'm in west virginia february 19th i'm in wisconsin glcw and then um, February 25th, back in Houston, Texas. Oh, and this weekend, I am in New York. New York, New York. And you can find me on all social medias at Hollywood Haley J. And, um, yeah, I got a T-shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees if you want to go get that, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For anyone who doesn't follow her on some of her social media, like I said, she posts stuff all the time, and it's great content. Uh even if it's just the stuff from OVW that they've clipped and she puts on that on there as well, give her a follow. Uh, one of my favorites, you know, up and coming right now is definitely you. And I wish you all the best of luck in the future. And uh, hopefully we can see you on the main screen on the, on the major platform <laughs> very soon. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. For everyone out there, make sure you all hit the subscribe button. Uh, and follow Haley J on all, all of her social media. Go to our Pro Wrestling T store as well. Pick yourself up some of our new uh, gear. We've got a superhero line that we just dropped, plus some other things. Uh, and of course, if you have not yet picked up a copy of my books, Independent Road to Wrestler's Journey and Loving Casey Nelson. Uh, we can't do it without you all. So thanks for the support as always. Uh, for myself and Tom, everyone take care. Do what you need to do so you can go out and support all the local talent. Uh, and all the wrestling organizations across the world. 
and we will see y'all next week.